ho, 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 and a bottle of rum. What's good, America? We are back here once again on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, I'm your host, Sherm. I got my co-host and partner in crime, Obed, in the building. What's good with you, man? Happy holidays to you and yours. Yes, sir. Loving the dream. How about yourself? How you doing? Yeah, man. You know, just glad to be alive. You know, damn, but look at it. We're about a week and a half out from 2020 finally being over. Um, you know, a lot of people are ready for 2020 to be over, but you're in the holiday season. It's the, it's the time of giving and presents and all that stuff like that. So I really just quickly, I guess, before we kind of get into the uh, sort of the main the main scheme of things here tonight, well, is there anything you look in is your favorite part about the holiday season? Or is there anything that you want most for Christmas and anything like that? I want to ask you real quick. I mean, honestly, I do love downtime. You know, everybody kind of slows down. I've worked for the, for the, uh, as a government contractor for a long time, and this is kind of the slow period. A lot of people take off time, focus on, on downtime, but I also love the holiday movies. And man, I got to tell you, some of my favorites have been on TV all the last two weeks. Gremlins, Ooh. Lethal Weapon, Godfather, Die Hard, Scrooged, you know what I mean? You know what's so funny? Because people have that argument sometimes. Like, yo, is, is Die Hard or Lethal Weapon, is that a, is that a real Christmas holiday movie? Yeah. Is, but is it, because people say, oh, because it's, I get it. There's Christmas in the background. Like, it's the time yeah. of Christmas. Yeah. Is it a true, true Christmas movie? Some people always make the argument. I don't mind people saying that it is. I don't really care. Die Hard's obviously a, an amazing movie. We all know. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, um, obviously, Home Alone is up there, of course. Yeah, people always think of that. Um, me, Christmas Vacation, dude. Christmas Vacation was uh, with Chevy Chase is obviously in there for me. Yeah, it's Jingle it's, it's, All it's, the Way is one I always like to go to. It's terrible time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, there's so many classics, so many classics, man. This holiday season, I'm just like a grateful for my health. Um, thank, luckily, been fortunate enough to not be sick as some people have been this year. Obviously, with the big with the pandemic going around just thankful to be alive and all that good stuff and getting as far as gifts or anything that getting anything good for christmas hopefully one day i can eventually get my grail sneakers the um, bel air fives the originals from back in the day um nothing else crazy hey maybe maybe i'll get a new car one christmas who knows who knows who knows right (laughs) i would love to walk outside and see a bow on a lexus or an actor like that would be amazing (laughs) straight out out of one of them tv commercials right how does that work are you are you buying a car outright for them are you just getting the car and they're making the payments like how does that work and where do they get that big ass bow from that's what i want to know dude (laughs) you can't go to mj designs for that one dude i don't think they sell that at cvs not at all not at all Uh, i would say honestly like i so two things I really want. I want the Patriots to trade for Brett Rippon because I think as a young potential quarterback who understands the game and understands windows and has some mobility, I think he is in the mold of the kind of players that the Patriots have had in the, in the, in the, in the, in the house and have worked out well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also want the Jordan 11 adapts little known secret when Tinker Hatfield thought up the Jordan 11, he actually wanted to utilize self-lacing technology. That's why the laces look like that on the front, the straps Yeah. the, the entire time. This guy in like 1997, 98 was talking about, I want to put straps. I want to put automatic tying laces on my shoes. Like how yeah. forward thinking is that? Wow. Yo, I know. They, I think they come out next week, dude. Yes. But, but, five, but, but 500, dude, I, can, I don't know if I can swing that, man. On a pair of kicks. I'm, it's going to be 9.59 and 30 seconds, and I'm just going to keep hitting that button because dude. that 500 will flip for 2,000 the next you know what? day, I promise Why you. Will we, well, you are correct, sir. So I might be uh, going after that, too. Mm-hmm. You are, might be right, dude. But just to drop 500 on a pair of kicks, dude, you, you must be smoking something if you think I'm doing that for myself. That's all <laughs> it's I'm the cigaweed. It's the cigaweed. <laughs> I know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, man, let's get into it, my friend. Let's go before we just start going, dude. We'll, we'll just never stop talking reckless. Never stop. Yeah, can't I know. Stop. Let's just talk about the NBA quickly. Obviously, we know the NBA premiered last night for the new season. Obviously, the shortened break through the, the, the bubble pandemic issue and all that. But hey, we're and basketball is back, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, quickly, as a side note, Jason and Rudy Gobert got a brand new deal. He got a he signed just a little bit under the super max extension that he was eligible for. I think he got five years, two hundred five million dollars. Kind of wondering with the West being so packed, does really. I mean, it's good that he took a little bit of a pay cut to try to help out, you know, because they want to build around him and Donovan Mitchell, of course. But I'm wondering how how really how far that can the Jazz go? Because the West is kind of packed, don't you think? 
Yeah, I don't think they can really go that far. They'll be in the playoffs every year with the roster that they've put together, at least knowing that two of your mainstays are going to be Donovan Mitchell, who re-signed recently a five-year deal, and now Rudy Gobert, who signed for a five-year deal, probably left that $23 million out there because he got the entire league sick, old dirty ass. Um, but uh, I <laughs> think him. it'll help keep the West competitive, uh, considering you are going to have Jokic in Denver and you're going to have AD in LA for the next at least half a decade, or if not mm-hmm. longer, uh, considering what happens after that time. We, I mean, I don't know how old LeBron's going to be when he retires I imagine he'll play till he's 40 and then call it quits because I know he wants to play with Bronny uh but you know I I think it'll at least make the West competitive but I don't think they'll ever come out of it yeah yeah I I, yeah you're you're absolutely right I don't think they'll ever come out of it this West is just too strong with with both both LA teams you know what I mean With, with Denver Dallas is there too Houston is a whole other situation, which we I was going to say, we, we, we quickly mentioned off here that the tonight's game with Houston and, and Oklahoma City got postponed due to COVID restrictions. Your boy Harden is just... It's just, just reckless, right? Going to, yeah, the, I mean, you know, listen, we know that James Harden is a mainstay at strip clubs. They're like, my man loves himself uh, some entrepreneurial single mothers, uh, some <laughs> wings, and some beer say, specials. I, th- I, I thought he was just going for the buffet, no? No, no. I mean, well, if you look at his waistline, probably so. But Ooh, I, I just, you know, fired. yeah, I just, I, I can't imagine that – Again, look at where they are. They're in Houston, Texas. Texas is on fire as far as COVID positive uh, cases right now. So like the concept that he would follow rules and stay indoors, you know, well, what can you, what can you do? (laughs) That's, that's hardened for you. And any particular player or team or matchup that you're looking forward to this upcoming season? Because of me, looking at a quick sample from last night, that Katie and Kyrie duo look lethal. Yeah. They did look really good last night. I mean, you know, obviously we, we talked off air about uh, it being a hamstrung team with injuries. Jerry Mon not playing. We know uh, uh, the Warriors, uh, right? The right. Warriors Clay and, and plays out there. So, right, you know, right. Steph is out there by himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but r- really, for me, I'm really excited to see the maturation of Zion another year in the system uh, and him now having a point guard in Alonzo uh, Ball. Looking forward to seeing what that looks like. Right. Uh, and I am ex- super excited about my rookie of the year pick who did win Ja Morant and what he'll look like next year with the Grizzlies obviously not the standout roster that they want expect to have mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how competitive they'll be but I think his maturation will be very good uh for him I mean he's just a competitor baller love what I'm seeing from him love to see the future yeah as far as a finals matchup Obed I'm gonna go with Brooklyn and, and LA Lakers just so if just so if you, you kind of have to I mean we okay healthy Kevin Durant and Kyrie Brooklyn's in it. Obviously, this is just clearly going the rosters itself. Obviously, if half the team goes down, that's changes everything. We all know that. I get you yeah. know what I mean. So yeah. I'll say Brooklyn and LA, the Lakers, because the Clippers haven't even never even been out of the second round before. Now they got a new coach, Ty Lu. Things will be different, you know, coming off of uh losing Doc Rivers, but Clippers, we smashed the Lakers uh, last night as well, too. But that one one game, it is what it is. So we, we know what happened to them in the playoffs, losing to Dallas, I believe. But, yeah, I'm going to go Brooklyn versus the Lakers. And I'm going to say LA, LA wins it all once again. LeBron, 80, too much to handle. Um, the squad the squad's good. LeBron will, I think, will not be taken down. I mean, but it, it, I will say this. If it is Brooklyn and LA – don't be surprised if it goes six or seven games. It, I, don't see the, I don't see the LA winning in like four or five. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know, I I think uh, if it does, I will. I'm going to echo that it'll probably be Lakers and Brooklyn. I just can't see anyone getting past the Durantula, especially when you have uh, his old coach Steve Tar- Kerr talking about it. it looks scary because it looks like Kevin's healthy again. Right. Um, you know, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Lakers and Brooklyn. And honestly, I could see Brooklyn upsetting the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lakers do have a roster. They are they have added some guys. Um, I do like what they're putting together. But if there are two people who know. LeBron's weaknesses, as well as know what it takes to beat him. I know Kyrie would be amped to play in a seven-game series uh, for the championship against LeBron. I know that Kevin Durant has already beaten LeBron in a series uh, multiple times to win the championship. So, you know, I have to give those guys credit that they could probably pull it off and figure out a way to do it. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers, you added a bunch of pieces in Dennis Schroeder, uh, Marcus Gasol, you know what I mean? But, you know, they lost Danny Green, players like that. But still, I think it's going to be a heck of a match if it does come down to that like you said KD going against LeBron once again Kyrie knowing LeBron from this time in Cleveland so it's going to be it's going to that's definitely going to be something to see if indeed that does happen let's move it along to college football Obed the final college football playoff rankings came out 
kind of went the way we what we expected when we talked about it briefly last week. Um, now it was, I think it was kind of obvious that we all know Bama was going to win. We, we both picked Clemson to win that one as well too. Yeah. Um, and Notre Dame, I'm assuming Ohio State getting that victory as well is going to be three. The, the thing was about you know whether it's going to be Notre Dame in that fourth spot. And I had said, yes, it, I'm not, I won't be surprised if Notre Dame gets in, but it looked to the big 12 matchup. If Iowa State had won that, I thought they might've gotten, they would have jumped, but Oklahoma won that matchup. But yes, I'm not surprised that Notre Dame jumped into the four spot. Are you? I'm not surprised either, but really I'm just, it's, it's just, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Um, a loss that late in the season by 24 points in a championship game, granted you're not actually in the ACC, probably should have amounted to more than a drop of like two spots. You know what I mean? We, this is, we've talked about it last week. This is about money. This is about who would be the better uh, uh, matchup for them to put out there and for them to make a more return on the investment from a terrible season. And it's Notre Dame versus whoever else the rest of the field is. Right. I mean, and we, and we talked about it. Notre Dame is going to bring in that revenue. You know, yeah. it's going to be a, a higher, a higher prolific matchup. If you get, if you have Notre Dame in there, you know, so, I mean, did, did they, I ask you this, did the committee get it right? Not at all. They absolutely didn't get it right. Notre Dame should not be there. Uh, so depends. who should it, who should it be then? <sighs> I mean, you I mean, know. you got Texas A&M at five, Senate eight and one Oklahoma with a big 12 title at number six, eight and two. And then really, and you got Cincinnati nine and oh, so you're not you, you can't i don't think you can put cincinnati up there they're just losing to whoever comes up you know what i mean right, like right and th this was what i talked about earlier i was like the only way you're going to make this work is if you help a team not look bad because the three teams that the other teams that are going to be in that top four spot are going to be powerhouses you know i expected that there was a potential the last spot would have been like an oklahoma you know what i mean but on a record like that it's just not happening you know what i mean so yeah so being that we have our matchups, um, obviously you got Alabama facing Notre Dame in the first round, Clemson facing Ohio State. Let's, let's make some picks right now. I'm going to say Alabama beats Notre Dame. And I'm going to say, I want to go Clemson over Ohio State. That's, uh, we have another Alabama Clemson matchup. Are we going to have that? Probably Trevor Lawrence going for another championship? Probably. But you know what? I'm going to go out the limb. I'm going to say Ohio State wins this one. They get some revenge over Clemson. I'm going to say Bama versus Ohio State for the championship. But Bama wins it once again. Nick Saban, that squad is just too strong. Yeah, I'm going to go Bama versus OSU. And I think Bama's going to win it again. You know, it's something to be said about what Nick Saban is able to put together and makes me rekindle the, the conversation that we had last week discussing Curb Streak's comments. Like, it's just going to be Alabama, OSU, and Notre Dame and Clemson in 2022 and 2023, mm -hmm. probably 2024, because they're just stacking their uh, their classes with all these kids that want to go there because they're the only ones playing at the end of the season until you open up. There's You're, you're taking away the opportunity for other programs to collect some kids who aren't going to be able to make it there because they don't get to be seen at the end of the season yeah and it's like I, this is why we talked about it was i think it was last week when we said you need to give other teams a fair shot then the, you had this you created this college football playoff for the just the four top teams but it's not doing anything we all know who's coming out of the sec we all know who's coming out of the acc the big 10 it's obvious like you just said, you know, Herb Kirksey was a hundred percent right. So it's not a fair thing to every single, uh, every single squad, you know, you have to open it up. That's why I said, I think, was it last week, whatever, that in order to be it fair to all college football teams, you have to allow more, I guess, more, more teams to be in the playoff. That's the only way it's going to really going to work, dude. You know what I mean? And I, I think Obed, you you agreed with me when when we talked about that, you know. Hundred percent, hundred percent. You yeah. got to open up the field. Yep, yep. Let's get into some NFL action. Uh, we've got a new guest joining us this week, um, coming out from uh, the state of Tennessee in the Nattyville area. My man Joel, glad to have you aboard, sir. Uh, as we get into the NFL, quickly, I want to ask you. Uh, I'll say to you, Happy Holidays to you, sir. Um, anything you're looking forward to this holiday season? Yeah, man. Mostly just some time off with the family and and just enjoying the holidays in, in general. I've always enjoyed this time of year. And so I'm um, getting to see my mom and dad and spend time with the kids. 
Absolutely. Good. Well, good, good to have you on board. Thanks for being on this week. Let's get into it, sir. Um, first up, Obed, you had a quick topic you want to talk about. Maybe there's some shade going around here with your boy Tony Dungy and, and your man's Tom Brady and all. Well, let's talk about that. Just 100% shade, really. So, uh, you know, Tony Dungy was asked who his toughest quarterbacks to coach against were. Uh, and his list did include Tom Brady as number six behind the names of like Aaron Rodgers and John Elway. He even pulled out of a hat. Uh, and, you know, when prodded about this by, uh, by Shannon Sharp, you know, he said, listen, I will always have Brady as number two behind, uh, uh, uh what's his name? Um, can't even remember his name, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Obviously, Peyton Manning being his number one well, player God, that he coached. Right, obviously. Yeah. Well, that's kind of um, biased. Yeah. Kind of biased, kind of biased. And then, so Tom Brady responds to this tweet with a picture of the 2014 Colts finalist uh, uh, banner from when <laughs> they lost 45-7 to to the Patriots on the way to the Patriots beating the Seahawks uh, in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, Tony Dungy is not coaching uh, for, and did not coach for the Colts since past 2008, but I think the shot was when he called Tom Brady and, and stated that Tom Brady will always be number two. The last time that the Colts were relevant, they were number two to Brady, who then went on to win the Super Bowl. So um, I ask you guys, is he valid in stating this guy being the number two, number six out of this list? And let me see if I can find this list and read this off for you uh, for who he stated he would. He Yeah. Well, here's I'll say this, dude. Yeah. If I'm picking it off, I'm building a squad and I'm have to pick between just between the two of them, between Peyton and TB12. I'm picking Peyton Manning. That's just me. OK, Joe, Joe I mean, I, you- I, I totally agree. I'd be picking Peyton Manning as well. Uh, I, I think his football IQ is off the charts, dude. And that and that plays that help. That plays a lot into it. Right. Absolutely. His ability to 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 be able to go out there. I've watched this man have a minute and a half down by seven and just engineer a 30 second drive for a touchdown. Obviously, you know, I have a hundred percent faith that if I was starting a program, I would get Tom Brady because he can take no name guys and win Super Bowls with them. When, if you go back and you look at Peyton Manning's offense, his center his the 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 second brain behind his offensive line is a hall of famer jeff saturday is a hall of famer uh his wide receiver one and marvin harrison is a hall of famer his wide receiver two and reggie wayne is a hall of famer uh one of his tight ends is a hall of famer you know i, I don't know how much his running backs he played with this guy not only played with uh edger and james he also played uh with i think a late season uh marshall falk uh, mm-hmm. late career marshall falk so it, it's amazing to me that people give so much credit to a guy surrounded by some of the best talent so, in the world. Joel, I will preface this for you that Obed is a Patriots fan, so I will say that. <laughs> oh, so far back. <laughs> and you can come at me with everything because I have uh, the receipts. It's, it sounds like you're just a little bit mad about it. I'm not, I'm not mad. The problem is people will say things about Tom Brady. Like he's a system quarterback when now that he's not in the Patriots system, he has a team while stacked does have a winning record versus the team he left, which is abysmal right now. You know, they're the and again, but they should be doing a lot better than what they're doing right now. Hashtag just saying, Joe, go ahead and jump in. I do you want to say something really quick. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Listen, here's what I believe. I believe it's possible that some of these players you listed off as Hall of Famers aren't Hall of Famers without Peyton Manning. I do believe that when you have Peyton Manning as the quarterback on on the field for your team, you have both a quarterback and an offensive head coach that are right there on the line, making calls, making the adjustments. Nobody audible better than Peyton Manning. Nobody saw the defense better than Peyton Manning. And he was the one that I fully believe was responsible for, you know, for, for really making at least a number of those players, especially Marvin Harrison, a Hall of Famer. And I, see that. I will 100% agree with you, Joel. It, he no one audible better than him. he saw the defense like i said his football iq was off the charts and that's why i'm going to pick him like i said yeah. i think he, you know so like i said it's just a matter of opinion obviously obey i know where you stand on it but nonetheless here we go let's talk about let's let's do a little quick week 15 to recap around the nfl um the eagles looks like they've got a bit of a situation on their hands um you Car- got a problem <laughs> philadelphia we've got a problem because <laughs> carson wentz has come out and said he does not want to be a backup and that he would request a trade if that is the case so joel i'll go to you first and now that now that they've named jalen hurts a starter for the rest of the season 
Where did where does this leave? Literally, does this leave Wentz, dude? It leaves Wentz on the bench, and that's that's all you can say. It leaves it leaves him it leaves him on the bench, and it leaves him crying in the corner because there's just nothing <laughs> that the Eagles nor any other football team in the NFL is going to do to give this guy a starting job. Even with all that potential talent that he has, we saw it, you know, in that up to that point where he tore his ACL a few years back that, you know, oh, bad. He, I think he was the MVP candidate that season before he went down and the Eagles, the Eagles did win the Super Bowl that year without him. But still, I mean, but is, are, is Philadelphia willing to pay him all that money to ride the bench or will they try to actually trade him to get something in return? I mean, I think you can make an attempt to try to trade him. Uh, there are some landing spots potentially out there. The Jets, obviously, well, now that they're okay. out of the running for uh, the Trevor Lawrence, and we will talk about that later. Um, mm-hmm. I believe that he could go to Indianapolis. I don't know how long the Philip Rivers experiment is going to ha- is going to last there, but he he'd be reunited with Reich, his uh, I believe uh, offensive positional coordinator. coach coordinator. Um, and yeah. then you know Chicago probably looking for a quarterback. Definitely not going to pay Mitchell Trubisky any money. Could definitely reunite him with Matt Nagy, who was also mm-hmm. from. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles coaching tree. Um, there are potential landing spots for him. The, for really the question is that price tag, $60 million of dead cap money that would have to be signed off to the next person who wants to get him. You are hoping that you're getting him at that uh, MVP 2017 level. Uh, but you know, nothing's set in stone here. You just know that there's a big price tag. Yeah, very true. Joel, if you want to, you want to add something else, feel free to jump in. Yeah. I mean, if there are, teams that are interested in him one of the surprising or potentially surprising landing spots uh that i'm sitting here thinking about i or and i think would actually be a perfect spot for him should he go somewhere else would be pittsburgh listen they've already got a a quarterback that's six foot five 240 pounds and ben roethlisberger part of the steelers problem right now is ben roethlisberger is it possible that that Wentz could come in and and kind of be a very similar quarterback to what the franchise has had for the last 15 years. That's a very, very good point. I didn't even, I honestly, I'll say I wasn't thinking Pittsburgh whatsoever. And because we don't know how much time Ben has left. This could be his last year. He may have one more year. You know what I mean? But I mean, especially with his injuries that have piled up. So it that could be, that could be something interesting to say the least. Um, next up, let's talk about my Buffalo Bills winning that AFC East divisional title. Circling them wagons, folks. Circling them wagons. I, I called it beginning of the year. We we're going to win it the first time since 1995. Um, Obed, how far can the Bills really go here? Um, I could see the Bills making it to the second round of the playoffs. Obviously, they are not in the pole position to get that uh, by. Um, but if they are uh, playing through Wild Card Weekend, I see them getting a W then, um, and then going on to either face the Chiefs or I, I don't know where else they would end up. Being. Maybe they might go to Pittsburgh. I don't even know if Pittsburgh is going to make it. Well, right now, right now Buffalo jumped into the two seed with that Pittsburgh loss the other night, so because they, they had the tiebreak over Pittsburgh, so they're going to if the way it is right now, they'll play the seven seed Miami. Miami, which is right now so okay. if they do win it pittsburgh wins as the three seed they'll play pittsburgh again who they've already have already beaten yeah so it's 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 safe to say that there, it could be a possibility that they could get to the afc championship now yeah, that would be wild i don't i don't anticipate them winning a super bowl and I, <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely put a hundred dollars on that one but I'll, uh, I'll be the first one to say it i mean I don't think they're going to, no, I don't think anyone's getting past Kansas city. Joel. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do, do you well, I, I, I think the, you know, the question obviously is how far can they go? I think this is a team that actually can go all the way. The real question is, will they do that again? As you mentioned, they're going to have to play great on both sides of the ball, just like they've been doing all season long. They do have an amazing coaching staff and it's just the biggest challenge ahead of them. The biggest difficulty that they have to face is really knocking off the defending champ the best QB in the league and the, and in my opinion, the best head coach. Yeah. I mean, Kansas city is just a, a triple quadruple headed monster, whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? With tight with Hill and walk ins and, you know, with all they just Pat Mahomes has so many weapons. I think they're kind of just unstoppable. Only one loss on the year, which they should never lost to the Raiders, but Hey, it is what it is. But Buffalo, I'm happy for them. Bill's mafia stand up. Let's go. But sorry to say I'm a realistic 
I don't see them winning the Super Bowl this year. Unless Patrick Mahomes, let's say, twists his ankle and he's out for the game. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nothing serious. Just has a little ankle sprain. He can't run on it. He's, you know what I mean? He's fine. He's fine the next week. He's completely fine. After the season's over, he's, he's good to go. He comes back next year strong. I'm good with that, okay? <laughs> we don't wish evil on anybody on this no, show. No, no, no. I may wish some sort of mediocrity upon him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever. But that's it. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Let's get moving along. Obed, let's talk about your Patriots. They've been eliminated from playoff contention for the first time in 12 years. They won 11 straight titles. They're not going to make the playoff left, playoffs this year. Cam Newton has come out and said he thinks he has a lot of football left in him. Really, I got to ask you, true or not true? Because he's looked real, real mediocre this year, dude. Should have, you should have asked me, you right, you mad. And I would have told you, you're mad. Uh, absolutely <laughs> right. not. This individual does not. He's still using his moneymaker, which is his arm for a quarterback as a battering ram. He's completely ineffective. He's putting balls in the dirt. He's missing guys. He cannot hit a player in the flat. Doesn't matter who they put there. He's making James White, a person who probably should have won uh, the Super Bowl MVP for his heroics after LeGarrette Blunt fumbled in the, in the Super Bowl, uh, into a nondescript player on the offense. And we know that that is not the case for some of the weapons that he has out there. There has no, been no emergence of some of the best players that Tom Brady would have absolutely made into household names and Jacoby Myers and hopefully Nikhil Harry, but I don't actually think Nikhil Harry is that good. Um, he's just not, it's not there anymore. And I think it's time for, I really do think it's time for him to retire. I just, his body is either wow. failing him or it's just not producing the way it should. Um, and it's, it's sad to watch. I thought this was going to be a heck of a move when they, when they picked him up, Joe, I don't know your thoughts on whether or not you think Cam can still, can can still play at a high level, but I mean, it also too, is what, what do the Patriots need to change as far as, is it coaching? Is it, is it, is it, um, players, what they do, what kind of changes do they need to make in the off season as well? They've got to get a quarterback. I mean, when it's all said and done, that's what they've got to get. They've got to get a quarterback, and they've got to get someone who can uh, essentially be an extension of Bill Belichick's voice on the field, and that's what it boils down to. I mean, it, it's laughable that Cam Newton thinks he has a lot of football left. The only thing he has left is ego, and that's it. <laughs> Facts, dude. I mean, I, I, I was a fan of Cam Newton before, you know, but, yeah, he's proven that he is not what he used to be. He's not his former MVP caliber self. When they went, you know, going fifteen and one into the Super Bowl and uh, losing to Peyton Manning's uh, Denver Broncos in his last year, he's not what he once was. I know our boy DB's on the show here often. He 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 he's always telling me, "Yo, Cam, 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 dude, sorry, sorry, DB, if you're listening, Cam is not what he once was, and that's just the fact. Of the matter is, you know, I think the Patriots need to load up on some offensive weapons as well too. Even if they get their quarterback, whoever that may be, is heck, maybe they get Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? I don't know, but it. it they probably were not going to want to pay him all that money because, but you know what I mean? I don't, all I that money is guaranteed too. There's no way the Patriots are Oof. paying that. That's, that's why I said earlier in the show, bring me Brett Rippon. That Monday night game against the Jets. Yeah, it wasn't for some people. They might not have liked the matchup. Go and watch that game. It He looked like a competent quarterback. He's out there running that scout team. I'm surprised that the Denver Broncos continue to go back to Drew Locke. Drew Locke might be pushing the ball downfield to some of the most yards per attempt with some of the most air yards every week. Drew Locke is terrible. Brett Rippon is a oh, yeah. far more competent quarterback. Asked him, asking him what to do. He just has dude, a turnover curse. Well, Broncos are playing musical chairs with quarterbacks right now, dude. So That's because John Elway could play quarterback. He doesn't know how to find a quarterback. Dude, I, do you, exactly exactly um next next up here the Bengals upsetting the Steelers the other night Steelers losing their third straight game as we guys I mentioned before dude Joel what is going on with Pittsburgh we kind of you kind of briefly talked about Big Ben there for a second there but what's really what's wrong with them and you know what I mean or were they just overrated before going on that streak Absolutely overrated. I mean, again, they, they have a, a, a quarterback that absolutely looks older than Tom Brady or Drew Brees combined, quite honestly. Uh, Big Ben just doesn't have it. As a matter of fact, um, I read an article earlier where he was quoted by saying that he's playing like poo. And <laughs> I mean, you know, this isn't the first time Big Ben has shown chinks in the armor either. Mm -hmm. Even before he got hurt last season, 
the you know the the prior season there was question as to whether or not he'd even come back because of his his drop in his ability to play. Um, I, I think it, again this is a situation where with Pittsburgh it starts with the quarterback, uh, but they've also got some offensive line issues. They can't run the ball, and it's not just because they have horrible running backs. I think they've got some decently talented running backs, but that offensive line play has just been horrendous the past few weeks. And they really had, this is the first game that they've run, I think in the last four or five weeks that they've run the ball more than 20 times. And this is really, that's a staple of the Pittsburgh offense running, establishing the run and playing hard nose defense, you know, and they haven't been doing that up until now, you know, so I don't really know what's going on. I mean, Obed, can this, can this squad win a Super Bowl? Uh, absolutely not. I mean, again, we've talked about, uh, I've said this many a time that at the end of the season, uh, it is about being able to punish teams with the run game. This is why King Henry, Derek Henry down in Tennessee is so prolific this time of the year, because people just do defensive players do not want to stop a guy who's six foot five, almost 280 pounds running downfield on you. He just goes crazy. Now I will, I will say this to Joel's point. I think the run game was probably the one shining spot of that offense 18 for 84 and a touchdown from Benny Snell. Uh, I told you that I was telling the, the fans that he needed more time to come along. He wasn't ready to be a starter yet. He's starting to look like that running back that the Steelers need. Yes. The line needs to play better, but Ben, Ben, has been horribly inaccurate I, but I'll, I'll give him this if there's something I can I can say to his credit which is you know something I definitely don't ever do because I don't really like Ben Roethlisberger as a person uh, the Steelers are number two in the league with 27 tied with the Cowboys with 27 passes dropped and a lot of this are from their one of their aces in uh, Juju Smith-Schuster who spends more time dancing and making TikTok videos than he does practicing catching like Deontay Johnson is Deontay Johnson comes out three hours before the game and has a, a an assistant throwing balls at him and comes out here and catches seven for 11 for almost over a hundred yards. Is Juju the new AB in Pittsburgh? Obed? It's funny. You mentioned that because it a hundred percent looks like that. Like right? you're more, you are more focused. He's got more ego than he does stats to say what Joel was talking about earlier. Echo his sentiments. Like what get focused. I mean, honestly, when Juju Smith Schuster right now is supposed to be the guy that when things are going bad, Ben should be able to go to him and start picking up drives for the majority of the, of the game. I think Juju Smith Schuster had, negative yards and had a fumble you know like and it's been what chase claypool that's really been kind of that leading receiver this is rookie out of notre dame you know what i mean it's it's just it's just amazing that juju was the they when ab was let go they said all right juju you, you got it dude this is gonna be you and he's not really showing up joe i mean i, I see i don't know if you want to jump in here joel yeah, no, I mean, Juju's not a number one receiver. I, I, I didn't think he was when they let A.B. go. Um, I, I think he's a talented wide receiver. I think he's I think he's good, but I think he's at best a complimentary number two. Um, and that's just who he is. And that's that's who that's always who he's going to be. I will say one more thing, though, yeah. as it relates to the draw passes with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, a lot of the problems I'm seeing isn't necessarily that the wide receivers can't catch the ball i just don't think ben's throwing catchable balls either i think there's a, a number of those passes that are just completely being overthrown and, and <clears throat> behind them and yeah. and they're just uncatchable that last pass their fourth down drive stalled at the end of the game because they went to throw an inaccurate ball to james washington who hadn't caught a pass the entire game who honestly hadn't caught a pass in like three weeks why are you riding your ability to be in pole position and take control of the AFC on passes to a guy who hadn't caught anything all night? Uh, they just, I, I couldn't even explain it. Yeah. I mean, Tom, I need to kind of get that squad together. Um, last topic here, just recapping week 15, the Jets, folks, the Jets finally won a game. Let's give it up. Woo! The Jets finally won a game, but man, did it come at a cost? Um, <laughs> you know what really happened here Obed what was it worth it the potential of losing out on Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence going number one in the draft what was it was this win worth it Obed it's 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 I you always hear people say we won the battle but we lost the war you literally lost the war 
and the battle at the same time because <laughs> all you're fighting for right now is a better draft slot so that in the future you have a chance to win more than you won before i i, I just it boggles my mind and i you know i've said this most of the season i think you bring in a guy like uh, uh the coach adam gase to be the fixer he is there to downtrodden the team and make sure that you clear house start over refresh and the last thing he need, i mean I, he just it's a blunder it's it's a it's a, a folly of embarrassment like no we want trevor lawrence we don't you're mm-hmm. not resigning uh, uh uh sam darnold you are not continuing you've been shelling out losing talent left and right mm-hmm. the guy that you didn't know how to use in Le'Veon bell is now become the starting running back for the kansas city chiefs because clyde Errol edwards hilaire has a high ankle sprain and, and mm-hmm. they're about to make a, a resurgence of Le'Veon bell are you kidding me that's your boy, Adam Gates. Joel, I don't know if you had a quick quick note oh, here. Oh, yeah, you. absolutely. Listen, I know Sam Darnold's no Trevor Lawrence, but the kid isn't a garbage QB. He's, he's no. good. Sam Darnold's yeah. a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. The Jets have just done a horrible job with protecting him, developing him, yes. and the worst thing that could have ever happened to Trevor Lawrence in the NFL is for the Jets organization to have drafted him, period. Listen, I'm a fan of another bad NFL team, and that's the Detroit Lions, and it has been cringeworthy to watch an amazing quarterback talent like like Matthew Stafford, try to carry a bad team on his shoulders during his entire career. And the whole time, the ownership has just been completely incapable of building a decent team around him. Dude, you're 100% right. That actually leads me to my next question. Who is one of the best, who is the best quarterback on the worst team, you know? And I think Joel and I had talked about this offline quickly. And Joel, I think you made a very good argument that it is probably Matthew Stafford. I mean, he's just been – he's been playing lights out. He's thrown for 4,000 yards for how many years in a row? Even one season he threw for 5,000 yards, and he's gone nowhere, right? No. I mean, and and we're, this, we're talking – not only is he the best quarterback on a bad team this year, he's the best quarterback on the worst team of all time. I mean, and that's just that's just a fact. Wow. I mean, Obed, yeah, please, please jump in. I've got to echo the sentiments. I think Joel's hit it on the money there. I honestly, you think about Matt Stafford, and if you, there one thing that you cannot uh, you cannot count is heart, the intangibles that somebody has. You know, this individual, Matthew Stafford, coming out early uh, with no Sean Moreno out of Georgia, this guy currently has a knee injury. He had fractures in his back that he was playing through last year that have possibly come back. He has uh, rib injuries right now, and he is still only questionable to play next week, which means he's going to play because he loves to play against Tom Brady. It is amazing. It, it, you think about the organization in the in the Lions and just they have destroyed the will of some players desire to win, desire to play the game. They grew up there to guys like uh, uh, like uh, uh Barry Sanders, Sanders, Calvin Johnson, Calvin Johnson, these guys who grew up playing since they were little kids, just like picked up their cleats, their ball and said, I'm going home. (laughs) Right. Walking out. But it's just amazing to me how they keep surrounding him with such mediocrity and, you know, and they're allowing it to happen. But uh, we're we're actually going to talk about him here in a a second, just a couple, just in just a few moments. But here, let's get into you, right? You mad Obed. First up, I'll say to you, Obed, Titans running back Derrick Henry is in fact, the best running back in the NFL. Sherman, you right. I mean, it's, it's, it's embarrassing what he's doing to defenses. Uh, He has a highlight stiff harm every week. And for those people who always talk about how players get paid and then disappear after signing a sizable contract last year, Derrick Henry went on to average 119 yards per game on the ground. My God. I mean, them stiff arms look like he's just throwing people out the club. He's throwing people out the club. You're not getting in with those shoes. You can't be in VIPs with the white patent leathers on. I mean, oh, I remember those days. Yeah, right. No no Tim's allowed. (laughs) No Tim's allowed. No, it's and you know, again, there's it's a testament to like he's making his team better around him, and they're playing a kind of smash mouth football that I think is missing in today's game when everybody's defenses are getting smaller and faster. Get smaller, get faster. Derrick Henry's just going to run right through you. Yeah, yep. yeah, he's he's a monster, right? <laughs> now, Sherman, Sherman, now you're I right. A, oh. <laughs> yep. No, I, I, I I'll question. say, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I have a question, Joel. Joel, you right, you mad? Lions QB Matt Stafford will remain with the Lions after this season. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what are you saying? Your answer to that is so I can tell you which one you are. 
<laughs> I'm going to tell you that I think, oh man, it's hard for me. I mean, what's, what's his contract situation look like? Cause I'm, oh, I'm saying... uh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's owed some big money next year. Uh, listen, I, I honestly think it might be a little too early to ask this in the, you right, you mad section. Yeah. Um, because really it's going to depend on who they hire as a general manager. If, if, if they bring uh, someone like Lewis Riddick in, who is a fierce defender of Matthew Stafford, you better believe he's going to do everything he can to keep Matthew Stafford on that team. It really depends. The answer to this question really depends on who the next general manager is. To be determined, what's okay. wash, uh, what's the word entertainment? And I completely <laughs> echo what, what Joel's saying because you think about they've got a fantastic Kenny G running those smooth routes, smooth routes out there. Uh, they've got DeAndre Swift coming around. You know, I like uh, Frank Ragnow, that center that they have. You know, they're getting great play out of Marvin Jones Jr. If, if for as long, how long does it have him? Maybe they'll grab another player. I think uh, Quintez Cephas looks amazing for them. It's it's I I just don't know if he'll survive if they don't take care of him with all the injuries racking up but that kid goes out there into the gunslinger here it gives me odes of uh of uh brett Favre. i'd love to see him another year yeah um obed the last one up here for you even with jared goff on the rush the Rams should start looking for a new quarterback Sherman, you're right. I mean, honestly, with the Patriots, well, let's let's go way back there before the Patriots ha- gave the, had this team only put up three points against them. He is the puppet to the Sean McVay puppet master. What I mean by that is that the Chicago Bears showed us that if you wait until the 15 seconds is up when the headset cuts off and Sean McVay cannot talk to Jared Goff, if you change your defensive formation, Jared Goff cannot read cover two from cover three, from single high safety, from where the blitz is coming from and looks like he didn't even be on a NFL field. And at this point, if you cannot read defenses and you, much like the point that they made about Peyton Manning, if you don't have the football IQ to be able to read, to be able to check, to be able to audible, then my goodness, you don't deserve to be out there. Sherman, you're right. I think the Rams need to start looking for a quarterback. Yeah, man, that's a very good point. Dude. He is struggling out there, and I think they're going to see a change in L.A. coming up pretty soon. Let's get into the Week 16 picks. Um, go, we will do – Obed, you and I, we had a bad Week 15, so I'm not even going to recap those at all. Uh, so let's just get into Week 16. Um, first up, we got, a, we got a Christmas Day game. I know Christmas Day is usually our reserve for the NBA, so but, hey, that's still happening. Looking forward to that. But, hey, first up, Minnesota at New Orleans, Obed. Um, I'm going with, I'm going New Orleans here. I know Drew Brees looked really kind of, you know, in his first game back, really off the mark last week. But I'm going to still go with New Orleans in this one, Obed. I'm also going to go with New Orleans in this one. I think he just needed to get his legs underneath him. I mean, he hadn't played in, what, like four weeks, five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Uh, and coming from a pretty devastating injury of having 11 injured ribs, you know, throwing the ball is not going to be something that he's going to be effective at if it, he can't even expand his lungs, right? So <laughs> I'm going to give him another week. Worst case scenario, I'm sure they'll pull him and put uh, uh, Case Hill. Hill back in, and then that'll give him an opportunity to win the game. Yeah, Joe, Minnesota and New Orleans, who you got here? I got the Vikings. Vikings. That's okay. Vikings. Yeah, Apparently I believe Dalvin Cook is actually going to run over 100 yards, and I think uh, Kirk Cousins is actually going to have a pretty decent game. Okay, all right. Captain like D. It. Kirk. <laughs> I like it. Tampa Bay at Detroit. Um, Tampa Bay all the way. Sorry, Joel, I got to go against your squad here. <laughs> but yeah, Tampa Bay. I mean, they like I said, I thought they'd be better as far as record wise this year. You know, they, I think it's still Bruce Arians affecting them. That we talked about it so many times that no risk it, no biscuit offense is just not working. They need to, he needs to cater around to Tom Brady's uh, forte, and he's not doing it. But I'll still go Tampa Bay on that. I'm also going to go Tampa Bay. I mean, I can't say enough good things about Tom Brady, really, and his amazingness. I mean, he'll, he'll give you more than two go. Super Bowls. He In the second Super Bowl that he wins, he won't be carried the entire way by his defense and put up a high school quarterback uh, line. Uh, so I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. All right, Joel. Uh, Bucks at Lions. Do I know where you're going? Oh, the Bucks. going against your old squad. Old squad. Okay. All right. It happens. Uh, San Francisco to Arizona. I'm going to Arizona. Um, San Fran going. I think Jimmy G's still out. Kittle's probably still out too. Kyler, Kyler Murray has a big game here. This one, Obed. Uh, I'm going to go with Arizona as well. I mean, I just, they're, they're actually cooking. They've got the, the pieces to win a game. I don't think San Francisco does right now. Yeah. Joel, uh, Niners and the Cardinals. Who you got? I'm in lockstep Cardinals. Yep. Um, Miami at Las Vegas. This is the nightcap of the Saturday. The past, uh, past two games are on Saturday as well. This is the nightcap. Um, I'm going to go Miami. Las Vegas started out strong this season, but they've just kind of fallen off. Miami's defense is, is, is extremely well this year. Soon, soon be good. Ryan Flores is doing a great job with that organization. So I'm going to go with Dolphins a bit. 
I'm also going to go Dolphins, who I probably should have stuck with last week because the New England came out and looked terrible. I think Brian Flores just being smart, knowing that if he allows Tua to go out there and try to play this game, that he's going to lose trying to play against Bill Belichick. They hit him in the offense. It worked out for him. They got the W. I'm going to go with Miami. Joel, Miami at Las Vegas. Yeah, I got to go with uh, Miami as well. I do think it's going to be a good game, though. Yep, Atlanta at KC, kind of an easy one here. KC all the way. No, No further explanation needed. Obed? Yeah, I'm going KC all the way. Just a note about Las Vegas. I don't actually think David Carr is going to play as well, so that's going to be a Derek, point about you mean Derek Carr? Der- Derek Carr, David Carr, whichever one of those Carbos is terrible. <laughs> uh, but um, no, we're going. I'm going to go KC all the way. KC. Okay, Joe. All right, perfect. Cleveland at Jets. Cleveland. That that win last week the Jets had with the Rams. That was just a fluke. It's not going to happen again. Jets will lose out the rest of the year. Cleveland all the way. I'll bet. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead with Cleveland as well. And as far as like, you know, thinking the Jets might have a chance to get back in the pole position. I mean, they've got uh, the Patriots and uh, who's this other team they have? The Patriots and the Browns this game and then the Patriots the next game. They're, they're not winning out of those games. Jacksonville has the Bears and the Colts. They're not winning out of those games. I think the Jets are completely out of Trevor Lawrence. Uh, but we'll definitely go with, uh, excuse me, with Cleveland this week. Joel? Yep. Miles Garrett's going to go crazy. Browns. Mm, yep. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh, but don't be surprised if Indy pulls us one out. I will say that. Obed? You know, I would have to agree with you. Xavier Rhodes hasn't played terrible. That defense has been pretty stout for them all year. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm going to echo the same sentiments. I'm picking Pittsburgh. They're, this is a game where they got to get right. But if they keep throwing errant passes, if they can't run the ball or get back on the right track with play, uh, getting plays downfield, they're going to lose to Indianapolis. But I'll go Pittsburgh. Yeah, and this is a potential playoff matchup right here with the three, the six seeds right, as of right now. So, But we'll see what happens. Joel, Steelers and Colts, who you got? I got the Colts. Colts. All right. Oh, I, I like special. it. Okay. Yeah, All right. Spicy. Chicago at Jacksonville. Uh, I'm going, I'm going dub bears. Easy one. Jacksonville's just so terrible, dude. That entire organization and they, and the, and the ownership has said that uh, Doug Marone will stick it out through the season. Will he be back next season? I think we've talked about this on a previous episode. I think, I don't think he should be back, but granted there are, I think they may stick around to see what happens with Trevor Lawrence. So, but oh, and nonetheless, I'm going Chicago. Yeah, I think they want to clear house knowing that they're back and they're in pole position here to go ahead and get a, a great uh, stud as Trevor Lawrence. And you want to start him out right. You don't want to get the opportunity to like ruin an op, uh, a legitimate uh, franchise quarterback. Uh, so I'm going to go with uh, with Chicago. Yeah, Joel. I'm, I'm going to say it's Minshew magic, baby. I'm going Ooh. Jags. Minshew doesn't want to lose his starting job to Trevor Lawrence. Minshew's going to try to win a game, and this is the most winnable of the ones he has left. Oh, Fear the okay. stash. Fear the stash. <laughs> the New York football giants at Baltimore. I think it's an easy one. Baltimore all the way. Obed. Body more murder land. Let's get it. <laughs> Joel. I'm with you guys. Ravens. Okay. Cincinnati at Houston. Cincinnati, as we talked about, coming up with that big upset against Pittsburgh. It's not going to happen. Deshaun Watson's still going to play. I feel, I just feel, honestly, I feel bad for Deshaun Watson. Bill O'Brien ruined that entire squad, and he's not even there anymore. That was all for naught. So, but let's, let's go Texans. But. Yeah, let's go Texans. I mean, Cincinnati, you know, kudos to you knocking off Pittsburgh, uh, really shaking things up in the AFC last week, but it's not going to happen against Houston. Yep, Joel. Yeah, as long as Kiki QT doesn't dance on a logo, you're good. I got, <laughs> I got the uh, Texans. Yeah, Denver at Los Angeles, the Chargers. I'm going to go Chargers here this one, man. Denver, t- said it before, too many, too many quarterbacks to choose from. John only doesn't know how to run that organization, so going Chargers. Yeah, I heard a stat that last week uh, Noah Fant caught his third touchdown pass of the season. They're just wasting a great stud talent in Noah Fant that they got out of Iowa. Um, Let's go Los Angeles. Joel. LA Chargers. Yep. Carolina at Washington. Carolina, we're playing a team with not doesn't even have a name, so whatever. Let's go, Carol. Let's go, Panthers. So bad. <laughs> yeah, we're going to Carolina in my mind. Yep, <laughs> Joel. Uh, uh, the Washington football team still has something to play for, and I think that defense is one of the best in the league with with Chase Young on the, on the end. So I, I'm actually going to go Washington. I, yeah, they, their defense is is playing well. I will agree with you that, but we don't know if it's going to be Dwayne Haskins, who's apparently likes to just Dwayne is suspended. He's not playing, and not. Alex Smith is injured. So I don't actually know who the quarterback for the Washington football team is going to be on Sunday. Well, there you go. So the fact that we don't even know who the, who the quarterback is going to be, I think that says a lot right there. So, I mean, uh, I think it might be Tyler Hinkie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going Carolina. Old Dominion Carolina. University is Tyler Hinkie. <laughs> so I'm going Carolina. I'm sticking with my pick. Philadelphia at Dallas NFC East. Big matchup here. Um, you know what's funny? I wanted to pick Dallas, but I'm going to go Philadelphia this one. I think Jalen Hurts gets his first dub. So, Obed, who you got? 
I'm going to go Philadelphia because Jalen Hurts, I mean, while I didn't think much of him coming out of OU and what he was able to do as far as his skill set, there was just plays out there that were just gutting it out. I mean, he turned a potential turnover into a first down of like 15 plus yards to on the sideline to Dallas Goddard, right? Plays that I felt that at one point Carson Wetz would even try to make an attempt. He wouldn't even think about doing so. Let's go Philly. Let's see what they can do. Okay. All right. Going to City of Philly. We love Joel. Yeah, I'm gonna say Hertz has put the wind underneath the Eagles' wings. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Eagles. Okay. Ooh, I see what you did there. <laughs> uh, Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. Going to Seattle, LA. Come up that tough loss against the Jets, but nonetheless, Russell Wilson, dangerous Wilson, all the way. Let's go Seahawks. I'll bet. They're going to let Russ cook. Uh, hopefully they find more of a run game. I mean, the, that 20 points they put up against Washington speaks to uh, Joel's comment about how good the Washington football team's defense is this year. But I have a, a feeling that they'll play well and pl- win pretty big on this one, Seattle. Yep, Joel, we got? I'm actually going to go to the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh. I believe Aaron Donald's going to have himself a day. Okay. He is a wrecker. Yep, yep. We'll see how that goes. Tennessee at Green Bay Sunday night football. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't go against that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. Let's go Packers. You know, I just, a part of me feels like this might be Tennessee's night. And I know that it's easy to say that that bad man, Aaron Rodgers is going to come out here and do this and that in the third, but the way that uh, Tennessee is running and knowing that Green Bay still to this day cannot stop the run, it could be very problematic for them to go up against a team like Tennessee. Okay, so you're going Tennessee? All right, I like Tennessee. it. Joel, Tennessee at Green Bay, what you got? Yeah, King Henry puts another crown in it, or another gem in his crown. So there you go. I think it's definitely the Tennessee Titans. It's right. not even a homer pick, promise. Wow, and I'm the only one going Green Bay. Okay, all right. We'll see what that see what see what happens there. And of course, Monday night matchup, Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. I think we all know where I'm going here with this one, folks. Let's go, let's go Bills, baby. Let Obed, who you got? Yeah, I think the one thing that hamstrungs myself and Joel is that both of our teams are terrible this year. So it's easy for <laughs> Sherman to just come out here and be like, oh, I'm going to pick my team. I'm going to pick my team. Go back to the last two years. I'm not not picking the Patriots. Let's stop well, it there. Listen, we're not uh, talking about the last two years. We're I talking we're about now. Don't jump on that. I already started the conversation saying that you that it was not the last two years. I'm going Buffalo. They're going to win big on this one. <laughs> All it's, right. It's, it's the Bills. It's the Bills. I'm tell you, they're circling the wagons, dude. Circling the wagons. I told you, man. Don't Let's worry, do there's it. Blood in, there's blood in the water in New England. Don't you worry. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, folks, I think that's going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. I'd like to thank our guest, Joel, for joining us this week. Joel, any last words for the people before we head out? Yeah, just just look up the career numbers for quarterbacks. And I mean, Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer, period. He's already <laughs> a Hall of Famer in my in my book. Oh. And uh, it, and I promise you, if you're not there, just look at the stats and you'll you'll get there pretty quickly. Best quarterback, <laughs> Joel, on the worst team ever. Joel, if if uh, Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer, will you tell me that Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? I will actually, yes. Then I think we're in agreement. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, Ben, anything last before we head out before this Christmas holiday is coming up? Everyone enjoy this time with your family. You know, 2020 made us think about all the things that we don't have. Let's try to use 2020 to be thinking about all the things that we do have. Yes, sir. Um, folks, thanks for joining in once again. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as on Spotify. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Año Nuevo. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Let's get it. I'm going to get it all out the way now, okay? Happy Fourth of July. Whatever you want to do. I'm just saying it all now. So don't ask me to say it again later on. <laughs> so, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. Don't forget to check us out also on Twitter at the WWENT for Joel, for Obed. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Later.